Welcome to the Exploring Unschooling podcast. I'm Pam Larickia, longtime unschooling mom and author. Join me and my wonderful guests for interviews, information, and inspiration about unschooling and living joyfully with your family. You can find the episode show notes, your free introductory ebook, What is Unschooling?, and lots more information at livingjoyfully.ca. And here's the show. Hello, explorers. I'm Pam Larickia, and this is episode number 138 of the podcast. It's the 22nd of August, 2018, as I record this intro. And this week, I've put together another compilation episode. There was a great response to the last one, which was episode 125, where I gathered clips from different guests answering the question, what has been one of the more challenging aspects for you on your unschooling journey? This time around, I put together a compilation of 16 experienced unschooling parents answering the question, looking back, what has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? I titled this episode, The Sparkle of Unschooling, because the guests are talking about the one thing. It's the thing we eventually discover that we celebrate the most. Boom, mic drop, fireworks. And often, it's not the thing we thought we were looking for when we started out on our unschooling journey. I really love hearing these answers side by side, and I hope you find it interesting as well. And before we get into it, I just want to take a moment to thank everyone who has chosen to support my unschooling work through Patreon. And a big welcome to new patrons Jill McKnight and Hugo Da Silva Da Silva. I deeply appreciate all my patrons. Their generous support is vital to helping me freely share information and inspiration with anyone who's curious and wants to explore the fascinating world of unschooling. If you'd like to support my work, like this podcast and my website, check out the Exploring Unschooling page at patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash exploring unschooling. And now let's dive into the sparkle of unschooling. This is Pam Sarushian from episode two. Looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling with your family? The close relationships that we have. Absolutely. No other thing could come close to that. There is nothing more important than relationships. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So we didn't become, we didn't go through awful teen years where we battled. We didn't go through, like, we don't have that kind of thing where the kids are like, yeah, I like my family, but I like them 3,000 miles away. You know, Mm -hmm. just don't have that kind of relationships. You know, like I said, my kids, they talk to each other constantly. I I hear from them every day. I see them frequently. uh, You know, our lives are still as, you know, completely like fun and intertwined and, you know, the most fun we have is when we're all together. And um, so that, that kind of relationship is the best. This is Sandra Dodd from episode five. Looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Ooh, is this a name only one thing? Okay, the, you no, said the. you can go. You didn't say I did say the. <laughs> okay, here's my the. You can have a tie. <laughs> kids know that they have options. My kids know in their adult lives that they can make choices and that they can get help from their resources and that we will try to help them. That's beautiful. That really is so different, isn't it? I think so. And none of my kids have college degrees, and all of Pam Sarushian's do. That was an interesting set of kids because we met when Holly was four and Rosie was five, and it's like every other one. They line up, uh, you know, Roy, Kirby, Roxana, Marty, Rosie, Holly. And it was fun to see them grow up so differently and know each other so well. And and to follow them along as they as they grew up, but all of her kids have college degrees. It was really important to Sarus that they go to college. I totally understand where he's coming from with that. And Pam worked at at universities, and her friends 
they have they have other other adult friends who are professors too, and they were around those places, and it was easy for them. My kids have always had jobs and been doing other things, and while they've all taken classes, and Holly's talking about maybe going in and taking a two-year business degree at the Northern New Mexico College where she's living near now, you know, they aren't in a hurry. They don't have the idea that they might have had if they were in school that they're too old now to start college. They don't have that at all. Mm-hmm. And Marty, when he goes to UNM, will be a junior. So he's also 27. But Keith, who did go to school, changed in and out of school, changed majors. He didn't get his degree till he was 29. So they have that example from in the family. Only Keith's parents probably thought he was kind of a slacker and a bum. <laughs> but, so all of all of my kids have made more money in younger years than either Keith or I did because teaching didn't pay diddly in the 70s. And so they, they don't – there's no sense in us shaming them and saying you need to get a college degree or you can't make any money because they could say, now tell us again what you were doing when you were 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, they, they know because they don't have the prejudices to ignore people without degrees or to worship people with degrees. They know. That there's a huge range of success in life and that happiness is more important than paper and blah, blah, blah. They know a lot of stuff that, has, that I thought would just help them as unschooled kids, but it turns out it helps them as real adults. That's true. And, and tying it back to your choices, that's precisely it, right? There's no um, timeline or expectations. They make the choice that works for them at the time. This is Amy Childs from episode number nine. Uh, looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Um, well, the most valuable to me is has been my relationship with my kids. Um, they're all very smart and they, they all ended up wanting to go to college and they all got ridiculously good grades and honors and awards and scholarships and and things like that at school which but that just seems I I sometimes don't even want to say that because I think a lot of unschoolers then think oh good if I unschool my kids will go to college and they'll get really grades and I just don't even want people to think that that has anything to do with it really Um, and I my oldest I loved it that he you know, first of all, he got, you know, a 4.0 or whatever, magna cum laude as a mechanical engineer. But then after that, he threw it all away and went to go live on the farm and make, you know, $8,000 a year. So just because somebody gets a college degree and a fancy job does not even mean that they're going to do that. Um, but now, you know, I think that what they would say about unschooling is that um, – it's not that they got into college or what they do for money. It's that they have confidence that they know how to make a good life for themselves. That they and part of why I feel know that this is what they think is because of this last season of working on the podcast, interviewing them. It's been really interesting to hear them talk about um, their self confidence. Not that they're always happy or that they're always confident. They do tons of things that terrify them, and they struggle with anxiety and depression and uncertainty and heartbreak and stuff like that. But they have such a deep respect for themselves, like a there's a deep pool inner resource that they just know that they can get through anything that they can figure out anything that they have, not only just because they believe in themselves, but that they know that they have their siblings and they have me and they have this wide world of that will will help them if they know how to ask for help they know where to ask for help they um and that that is just what's so reassuring about um who they are as young adults for me is um they just don't feel uh, that there's anything that they can't figure out what, what to do about it and how to have a good life and that is you know back to the very first question of how did we discover unschooling you know that was my original hope was just like if i can make resilient if i can raise kids that are resilient and self-aware and self-confident and know how to be happy like what do i care what else they are you know like what do i care if they know algebra if they know all mm-hmm. that, you know, and so it turns out they all know algebra way better than I do. <laughs> um, so, so I would say that the best, the most valuable outcome for them is their 
self-reliance. Well, that makes them sound really isolated. They're, they're self-reliance, but also their understanding of how they fit into the world and the confidence that they fit into the world and that they have a, a community or a family or, a, you know, just resources within and around them. But yeah, for me, selfishly, my most valuable outcome is that my kids, like my relationship with my kids, that I got to share their growing years with them and that I just get to share their years now as adults, um, that they share their, like I was saying, I think earlier, that they share their questions with me, they, they think out loud with me, they consider me their ally and because of that they they entertain me (laughs) like they're really like i said they're better than tv and i really like tv a lot um so uh, that's been my you know the best outcome for me is my relationships with them and i think the best outcome for them is that they feel like they feel very well prepared for life and they feel sorry for most people around them who they see as not that well prepared for life um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, they just, uh, they, I don't, they, I think they sometimes see that as, uh, as a result of unschooling. I think they sometimes don't even quite know for sure where, why they're so self-confident or, or self-aware. But, um, I attribute that to the whole attitude and lifestyle of unschooling and, um, putting my relationship with them and believing in them as the most important part of growing, raising them. This is Joyce Federal from episode number 14. Looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Well, this is a short answer. It's definitely the great relationships we have. I, I think because I learned so much on my own outside of school, I didn't worry that much about the academics. And I was concerned about interest driven learning being enough as we were going on, but I didn't worry that she couldn't learn. But the best side benefit of unschooling is growing great relationships. She has a great relationship with her dad. They watch, do, and talk sports together. She and I have a great relationship. We talk about writing and drawing and Starbucks. And what I learned with her kept the relationship with my husband strong, too. It's just been one big relationship win all around. This answer is from Jennifer McGrail from episode number 18. Looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? So this was, this is the easiest question for me to answer because um, there's obviously so many benefits to unschooling and seeing the kids learn and seeing them love to learn and seeing them have freedom and being happy and not, not going through the um, angst that I see so many other kids go through. All of that is great. But for me, um, far and away, the best thing about unschooling has been my own relationship with the kids. And I know that um, obviously, you know, regular homeschooled kids and public schooled kids, they can all have good relationships with um, their parents. But I think unschooling and radical unschooling in particular uh, just lends itself to a really relationship comes first in the whole unschooling journey and that to me is I have a wonderful relationship with all my kids from 19 down to 8 and I you know I credit the unschooling for that you know we live together we work together we um, we work we operate as a family and um, I couldn't oh I couldn't imagine not having um, such a close relationship with my kids, as teens, um, you know, the, the societal thing of, you know, wait till they're teens and I know. I, it's terrible. And I am enjoying my teens so much, uh, just as a, they're so, they're so interesting, all the ages, but I'm finding for me that I just enjoy my kids more and more and more as years go on. And as they get older and they get able to talk about different things and do different things. And I really, they're, they're my best friends. They are, 
even though society says you're not supposed to do that either. Most people. <laughs> um, they are amazing. And we have such a close relationship. And, you know, you go through different seasons and periods and you go through times that are harder and, but you work it out as a family and the relationship is, the relationship is always first. And I, I couldn't ask for a better relationship with my kids. And that to me is, has, has been the biggest, um, the most valuable part of unschooling by far. I love that. And, and I found the same thing too. You know, when we first started, I had no idea, you know, the, the relationships that would develop, but those relationships are going to last me for a lifetime. And, and they have just been the most powerful thing that's ever going to come out of it. But yeah, so that's great. <laughs> they are, it is. And I see sometimes the, um, you know, all the focused on, you know, being the meanest parent and everything. I do wonder what those relationships are going to be like in the, in the future when you're spending this time now in such an us versus them mentality. You know, I'm not, I, I don't want to be adversaries with my kids. You know, we're partners. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that's there. Those are relationships that you're going to have for the rest of rest of your life. And um, I'm, you know, I look forward to being strong when they're adults, but I'm also enjoying it right now, right at the ages that they're at. This is Lainey Liberty from episode 22. Uh, looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? The relationship I have with my son and the beautiful relationship that I've been able to forge with all the teams that have come into our lives. I don't think I would have been as open and respectful and, and approached life on such a partnership with this group of people, including my son, of course, um, had I not discovered unschooling as a philosophy. So, yeah. Oh, and I have to add the permission to be a life learner. It gave me back the permission to learn, to go back to, you know, world school, to go back to being the natural learner that we're all wired to be. This is what Carol Black had to say in episode 37. Um, looking back now, what for you has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Well, you know, I probably you know people say this, but it's like they always say on people on their deathbed don't say they wish they had spent more time at the office. They say they wish they had spent more time with their kids. And so I really feel just the time that you have with each other as a family and the time that you have to be out in nature and to read books together and, you know, think and talk together. And it just, you know, it's just the sort of the most precious part of life. And um, so to me, that's the, 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 the most important thing. And it's not, you know, there was, there was a, um, a guy who sort of made a good point about how we raise or educate our kids because um, he was a proponent of the idea that kids pretty much, you know, turn out to be who they are. And, you know, we don't really have that much control over them, actually. <laughs> and he told told that to one woman and she just felt despairing because she was like, well, but if I if, if it doesn't make any difference, then why does it matter how I treat my kids? And his answer was, well, of course, it matters how you treat it. I mean, you, you don't get to pick how your husband turns out, but it, of course, it matters how you treat him. And so um, I think that 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 sense that it's not about molding your child or, or, you know, doing something that's going to make your child into necessarily a different kind of person, but it's just about, you know, treating each other with respect and, and, uh, and, and living together in a way that feels, you know, mutually respectful. Um, you know, it's a work in progress for most of us, obviously it's like unschooling isn't a panacea and it doesn't solve every problem in life. Um, the way I kind of look at it is that, um, I think our society is way off course in a lot of ways We're, you know, of course we're completely unsustainable. I think the way we're living right now is too socially isolating and 
fragmented and our communities have really kind of broken down and disintegrated. And, you know, the levels of like mental illness and depression and anxiety are really epidemic. And, you know, unschooling doesn't solve all these problems. I, I see it as a transitional stage in um, sort of gradually developing or sort of rebuilding better ways to live on the earth. Um, just sort of a kind of a step in the right direction. Um, there's this uh, Lakota man who does a traditional horsemanship program with at-risk youth. And, and his what he was saying is that, you know, it's for the Lakota people who are maybe less far, of course, than we are. But uh, um, he said it's taken us seven generations to get this far off course. And we have to expect it may take seven generations to sort of get back. And so I kind of look at it that way. And, and explain it that way to my kids and, and hope that they will understand whatever failures or, you know, um, you know, things, things that didn't work well in their childhood um, as this kind of transitional process from this very authoritarian. I mean, you know, look, our parents were born, my parents, I don't know how old you are. My parents were born into a world that was racist, sexist authoritarian, colonial, you know, um, with a lot of very negative values. And we've tried to change a lot of those values in our lifetime, but it's a work in progress. And, you know, my parents tried to raise my brother and me in ways that were sort of more respectful and less violent than the ways they were raised. And, and my husband and I have tried to move that process along um, by questioning the institutional setting for learning and trying to give our kids the respect to learn, you know, what they want to learn when they want to learn it. But, um, you know, that's just sort of the next step. And then this next generation will be able to see ahead. It's almost like we can't see what, what lies ahead, but they'll see what the next step is. And then they'll take that. And, you know, maybe it's going to be, I think there's a good chance what we need to do is, rebuild our communities to be, you know, sort of both more sustainable and more healthy and hospitable for children and families and um, just sort of rebuild ways of living together as communities that are really more workable for both people and um, for other species on the planet. So I look Mm -hmm. forward to seeing what (laughs) generation is going to come up with. From episode 44, this is what Jennifer Anderson had to say. Looking back now, what for you so far has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Well, that is a perfect lead into this question because it really is. I mean, there are a lot of things, obviously, that I love about it. I, you know, we were on a trajectory with our family to be that harried, crazy family who went to school, did sports, did a musical instrument, required it all, had expectations, and it would have been busy and crazy and miserable. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm that's been a great thing to not have in our lives. I'm also so glad that uh, my kids and I aren't forced to separate every day and miss each other. Um, So that, you know, those, all those kinds of things, but what we were just talking about, that is ultimately at this point anyway, what has been the the greatest part of, of being exposed to living this way and, and living this way ourselves is that, really understanding what unconditional acceptance and unconditional love is, or at least understanding it more than I ever had to this point, really appreciating people for who they are and my kids especially, because if we had continued down the path that we were on, I wouldn't even know my kids. How could Mm -hmm. I have possibly known them if they were told where they were going to be and what they were going to think about during school hours and then they were going to told, be told they had to play. My son doesn't even like sports, but he would have been required to play a sport and probably required to play some instrument instead of learning the part about music that he really likes, you know. Um, so I wouldn't have even known them because they would have been forced down a path of who other people thought they should be. And so that really has been the greatest part of all of this is really getting to see who my kids are. And just when I think they're, they're you know, they're, kind of going along one way, they completely switch direction and are turning into these just different and awesome and um, different awesome people who are thinking about and experiencing things so different than I do or ever did. And it's definitely been the best part. And that, of course, applies, as we were just talking about, 
for me to all of life because once I could start appreciating my for who they are instead of they were who they were supposed to be, I could start doing that with myself, which is not just a gift to me, but a gift to my family. You know, the fact that I don't enjoy small talk, <laughs> I could finally yeah. say like, okay, that's not a bad thing. That just is a thing. Like, it's just who I am and, you know, a million other things. And I could start appreciating that with everybody who I meet out in the world. And I really get to see people more for who they are than for you know, who, who, who I'm kind of forcing us to be in a relationship. I don't know. That's, that that's not very yeah. clear, but it's a, it's, it's been huge, huge for me. This is Akila Richards answer from episode 57. I was wondering, looking back now, what for you so far has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? Um, it, it would go right back to that liberation mindset that I, all of these things that I believe in as a, as a social justice believer, um, as an intersectional feminist, you know, all of these things that I believe in, unschooling for me has really truly been, Pam, the, the vehicle that allows me to live that, you know, to live my politics mm-hmm. in that sense, and also yep. to afford that same right to my children and to children, not just mine, but of course I have more of an influence with my own children in terms of what they can or can't do. Um, that sort of thing. That's the most important thing. I now get to practice liberation and I get to extend that space to my daughters. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I know when I first, you know, coming from kids, um, whose families where kids were in school, at yeah. first, I thought um, taking them out of school was just going to be, what am I going to replace school with? Right. And yet in that first six months a year, when I realized the extent of what this was about, that I, I loved your whole, the liberation mindset. It's a whole, that's why we talk about how unschooling actually ends up becoming a lifestyle, right? Because it just yes. it permeates everywhere. And Absolutely. it's just this incredible way to live instead. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) absolutely. And you just realize how many things, how many constructs were really Mm -hmm. defining your actions and that those constructs, not only um, are they toxic in some ways, but they don't even align with who you actually are. That's, that's what it's like. I don't even want that. I don't want to make anybody do anything. Uh, You know, I didn't, but I, but that just didn't dawn on me before. And so now I have all of this practice and all of this language and all of this compassion, which is a really important part of it, this love slash harmony slash partnership approach to life and living that that really empowers me. You know, it started out about being helping my kids to learn good. And then (laughs) then it just ended up being about just living in, in harmony with like my spirit. You know, that's such a great <laughs> point. It ends up be, it ends up being I mean, it's it ends up being a lot of our own work to to figure all this stuff out. But it's just such a growth vehicle for us as yes, people. Pam. Right. And we yes. learn so much from them because they haven't been so, um, you know, controlled. They recover so much more quickly, you know, because oh, they're yeah. still in touch with that <laughs> open mindset. Right. And so just watching yes. them, we can learn so much. Absolutely. And that's what I would say to anyone who I'm sure folks listen sometimes to you out of the space of curiosity, you know, those who aren't necessarily yet immersed in the space or they know what's not working, but they don't know yet, you know, what to replace it with. (laughs) Um, And that's the one thing that I would say that unschooling and really, again, self-directed education is really it, it really is a philosophy. It really becomes an approach to living it really does. And then yeah. you realize that the box of even learning, that idea is really such a box that comes from the schooled mindset and the pervasiveness of that throughout. You really start to, to, to recognize how naturally things can work and how when you use love and trust, these really woo-woo esoteric terms that sound <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah, I don't do yoga, you know, that sort of thing. We really start to recognize the practicality of some of some of these ways of being because trust and love are actually really practical things. They really are. This is Pushpa Ramachandran from episode 66. Looking back, uh, what has been the most valuable outcome so far from choosing and schooling? 
Yeah, so um, I would have to say, hands down, the most valuable outcome for choosing unschooling is to kind of rediscover the joy of learning. And um, how learning is really the most important part of anything that you do. And how learning just is constantly happening, whether I decide to pin up a board on it and display it and shout out that, oh, we're learning, we're learning. (laughs) Whether I choose not to, it's still going to happen. I have no control over learning. It will happen no matter what I try to do or not do. I love that. I love that. And it takes, that was something that took me a while to see um, because I had my own expectations on what it should look like. But as soon as I got past that, it is, it is happening all the time, isn't it? Whether or not we see it, whether or not we even know what they are learning in the moment, there's a, they're always picking up something. It's it's so fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah, and the, uh, the biggest outcome also has been uh, kind of trying to learn and uh, trying to learn. I'm still learning um, to do this is not to do the, what you just said about what you think learning should look like and then try to box your child into that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and get upset. Um, sometimes that you're not, they're not learning what you think they should be learning, but then you get surprised. <laughs> And you literally have to eat your own words because you realize that uh, what you thought they were learning, that not only have they learned that, they've learned above and beyond that, which you've never even considered. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, sometimes I, that's one thing I learned that was really valuable, you know, is to um, sit back and not jump in with comments um, because I would direct things in places where I thought they would go because if it was me, that's where I would take it. But the places that they would take it are so fascinating and different and so interesting to see. But I would, I had to be careful not to jump in there or else I might, you know, take, uh, knock it off their course, right? I have to also say, you know, um, you know, I'm human, you know, so I do, I do make all these mistakes that I'm so eloquently supposed to be telling others. I mean, I'm, I definitely don't want to sound like I'm preaching or anything, but you know, I can eloquently talk about it, but I don't necessarily know how to do it all the time, you know. So I'm still learning how to be a be a facilitator rather than a director, you know. Well, and I think. Yeah, I don't want to give the impression, like you said, to anyone that we're, quote, perfect at doing any of this. It's all about engaging with each other and, and, and you get signals and you get clues. It's like, oh, look, I am, I'm putting a little bit too much energy into this. I can tell by their reaction it's time to step back or I can tell by their reaction they're wanting more. It's it's just it's just about the dance of a relationship. I think that's Pam Sharushin's phrase and I think it just works so well because it always is even with my kids now as adults. You know, it's still that dance. It's still um uh, watching out for the clues of whether I should step right, left, backwards, whatever. And, you know, sometimes we do step on each other's toes, but that's another clue and we we uh, acknowledge it and figure it out. So, yeah, it's all part of living together, right? If I can say uh, one thing, like at the uh, the homeschool meet that we just had, uh, one of the moms out of Inda, she, she did a session on do nothing, and it was mm-hmm. that was the hardest part I think for most parents is to do nothing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, we we are very um, uh, productivity is what jumped to my head. You know that feel like we always have to be doing something, doing something. But that space is is so important, isn't it? To, yeah, to just leave, yeah. Leave that space for things to go where they're going to go or not, right? Yeah, because so like you I said, am they're still there. learning. Yeah, so I'm still learning how to do nothing sometimes. And here's Robin Coburn from episode 74. Looking back, uh, what has been the most valuable outcome so far from choosing unschooling? Well, that's a, a really short answer. Is I have oh. a very happy daughter with no school damage and a close connection to, to our, her parents, to Jim and me. 
Uh, that's that's the, the the outcome. It's yeah. That that that, <laughs> that relationship, right? <laughs> yeah, a very happy daughter, and who seems to be completely uh, aware of the world and history and culture and science, and if she wants to find out about something, she knows how to do that, um, and. She's still determining her, her her career kind of path. The problem is not that she doesn't know what to do, but that she has too many choices. She has so many different different interests and ideas about about her future that she's uh, not yet sure which path is going to appeal to her most. So, yeah. But that's okay because that's a nice thing about not having a feeling like you need to stick to a particular timetable, right? I mean, the same you were talking um, earlier about her um, being confident, you know, as however things work out, you know, how they turn out. So being able to to know that, oh, geez, I have all these these interesting things and to be able to continue pursuing them all to see what and then eventually, you know, she'll see what maybe she'll come up with a way to combine them moving forward. Maybe one will start to stand out, but having that space is awesome. Yeah. As time goes on, she just has more and more to add rather than. (laughs) Here's what Jan Hunt had to say from episode 89. Looking back, Mm -hmm. what has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? For you. (laughs) The most valuable outcome for choosing, just to look at Jason and, and know that he's um, he's a happy, uh, very secure. Um, he's he's amazing. I mean, he, he, if something goes wrong, he always seems the humor right away. I see the humor, you know, six months later. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> he sees it instantly, and so he he's always really quick with um, a, a cute little. You know, he jokes about things, um, but in a very kind way and and, and very um, helpful way. Mm-hmm. That that you know helps me to see that I was taking something too seriously, or that something really isn't as dire as I had thought. Or you know, uh, keeps me in perspective because he has such an incredible perspective on life and on and 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 every way. I mean, every um, every interaction that he has with. With people is just um, just so I don't know what the word is so appropriate and and kind. Um, I love so that that's, point. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the perspective because you know what when yeah. I, when I think of that it's so true, right? And I like I always say I'm I learn from my kids and yeah. And it's still true, you know, mine are all, mine are age 20 and up now too, my three. And still, I learn from them in, like you said, how to approach situations, their, their perspective, um, and ability to, um, roll with the situation, maybe. Is that the way to put it? Is just, is just amazingly fun to watch. And so, yeah, when I start getting cut out. yeah, and it's so important to stay calm mm-hmm. um, in difficult times because anybody can stay calm in good times. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 how we treat um, ourselves and each other um, when things aren't going so well. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn that, you know, and and I've got this uh, wonderful teacher right here. Exactly right. I just I. I like you said, I love chatting with them. I love being with them, hanging out with them. They're they're fun. They have they have such a fresh perspective on on so many things, like in the moment, mm-hmm. but also in in the world and in information oh. and just how they creatively have built their unique picture of the world. Their their picture and view of the world is is so fascinating isn't it to just hear them talk about something and share the connections and what they see and what they take from things it's just so interesting (laughs) yeah well all of that went into this uh, article i want to mention it again uh, creating Mm -hmm. a peaceful world through parenting Mm -hmm. um he and i spent i think several months um going over every 
sentence with a fine-tooth comb. We didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We didn't want to, um, we just wanted to be heard, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and clear. Um, oh. And this is, you know, all the things that we, I mean, if we had only one article on our website, it would be that one to show people how, how can we have peace in the world. And it all comes down to the early years and the way we treat children. This is Jan Fortune from episode 111. Now, looking back, what has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling for you? Um, I think the biggest thing that is that if you relate your children as autonomous creators of their own stories and people you can pull creativity with, that relationship goes on throughout life. So the most valuable thing for me has been these ongoing relationships of trust and support, which are now with a group of young adults who are on all kinds of different journeys. Just the fact that that goes on and on and develops and, you know, the excitement that it's now developing with a a first grandchild, absolutely amazing to have that much trust and support um, with these incredible young people. It's also given all of us the mindset that the whole of life is about learning. And that's really helpful, I think, in a world where flexibility is essential. For myself, it's meant not getting stuck in any role that's no longer working for me because I know I can change it. It's always possible. Um, so the benefits are just are ongoing. At the moment, um, as, as you said at the beginning, I'm shifting the balance of my own work from being largely editing for the press I set up to being more again about my own writing and sharing insights into writing and, and the writing life and the, the new blog on Medium. So unschooling has taught me I can make changes in my life at any age and that I will always have these amazing people in my life to share that with, that you know, the creativity just goes on growing. I love that. And it, what a shift, right? When we first start or choose unschooling, we think it's about our kids, but <laughs> absolutely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about, you know, all of us together. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's about learning how to be a human being, just yeah. embracing yeah. life. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I think that that is the absolute crux of it, that actually unschooling is exactly what it says on the can. We don't need those school models. We need we need to talk about how we live well um, and we need to share that with the people most important in our lives. And when we do that, the magic is extraordinary. In episode 130, here's how Ronnie Mayer answered the question. You're looking back for yourself. What for you, has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling all those years ago? Um, Not relationships. 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I wanted to say something more original because <laughs> I'm sure you've had people say relationships quite a bit, but it's, it's huge. It, the having grown kids who enjoy your company, who call you when they're feeling sad, who want to go shopping with you or have you come visit them in Minneapolis. I mean, um, it's huge. I, you know, and it's, it continues to be work to, I mean, (laughs) this is a little off topic, but having uh, grown kids is is an interesting challenge you know it's how much do you say how much do you not say it's constantly you know walking this (laughs) balancing beam trying not to interfere too much trying not to give advice when they're not looking for that you know it it, you kind of feel your way um and that's another one where you know you just keep shining the light on what you're trying to do (laughs) keep checking in right yeah yeah exactly (laughs) like mj the older one i i leave her alone a lot you know, she's, she's fiercely independent and of the two of them, um, has more baggage with me, you know, because she was that kid who Older, experienced yeah. before peaceful parenting and, you know, a lot, lot more baggage there. So I leave her alone, but periodically I check in 
I send her uh, cute cat photos on Instagram, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, things like that. Um, <clears throat> and I check in and say, I've been leaving you alone. Is that what you want? And she'll say, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, she knows what I'm doing and, and yeah. recognizes that, you know, that I'm giving her a space that she wants. And, um, and then totally different relationship with Chloe, but still needing to, to walk that line. You know, where she she and I talk almost every day, you know, joint at the hip, 1,400 miles apart, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but then there will be days where she goes quiet. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> Chloe's having some mom-free time. You know, I get that, <laughs> right? Anyway, but the the foundation that we have that allows us to do that kind of checking in with each other and and, and trusting each other you know, to, to listen if we're getting it wrong or anyway, it's, it's cold. It is. <laughs> yeah. I, I could not have imagined how happy a family could be you know, before, before unschooling. You just, it's not something you're told. It's not something you lived, you know, the, the, the bonds that you have and the fun that you have. This is Maria Randolph from episode 131. Looking back, what's been the most valuable outcome, do you think, from choosing unschooling? The, I'm sorry, the most valuable, what was the outcome? Oh, most valuable outcome. Oh, my goodness. I have to pick just one. <laughs> um, I would say the most valuable outcome to unschooling is that I I was able to take my time and look at our relationship differently. And I think yeah. we would have always had a fine relationship. I really do. We're, we're, you know, I, I like self-improvement. and But I had to do that at a younger age within schooling. And <clears throat> I feel like because of that, we had a stronger bond and a more respectful relationship between two humans than I think we would have otherwise because I began to see her not as the child, but as a person who needed guidance, but had fully her own, her own ideas, her own thoughts, whether she was verbalizing them or not. And I got to give her the information and guide her in whatever it was she wanted to do. And I think that has then played its part as she's gotten older and just kind of connected us on a level that I'm not sure we've been connected on before. Um, because I truly see her as a human fully capable of making all her own choices and her own decisions. And here's Anna Brown from episode 135. Looking back, what has been the most valuable outcome from choosing unschooling? You know, I think it really has to be time. (laughs) Because, you know, as I mentioned, we didn't know how much time we would have with my oldest. And really, the truth of the matter is, we don't know how much time we have with anybody. And some people don't like to think about that, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew early on, because of our experience with her, that I wanted to enjoy every moment. You know, I wanted to be able to live with no regrets. And that if it all ended tomorrow that I could say we had the most awesome time together and I'm so grateful. Like that's where I wanted to be. And that's what we did. And that's what we're still doing. I still do it all today, all the time because we just never know. And so that's what guides my decisions. You know, am I spending time with the people that I love? Am I doing the things that I enjoy? Like how does that look? And I feel like unschooling was such a big part of that. Um, it allowed us to build these relationships and visit amazing places and explore these things that we love. And Oh my gosh, the magical people we met along the way, you know, I just wouldn't trade a second of it. And I, I am so grateful for that. Just all those things that happened. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to understand, like I'm grateful for even the stuff that happened to my oldest because wow, did it change the trajectory of everything? 
<laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, had that not had, I wouldn't be here today. And so it's just understanding that those are the choices. And I just feel like, oh, unschooling, I'm so grateful. Um, and oh my gosh, it goes by really fast. <laughs> you know, time machine, bloop, bloop, it's all over. <laughs> bloop, bloop. <laughs> um, but even with that, like, you know, I, I, so now I'm in this age where, you know, my friends, their kids are getting older and going off and you'll, a lot of them are upset and have this. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't feel that at all, honestly, because we have savored every stage and, you know, we continue to be grateful for the time we have together now, but I'm so excited for them. Like we've, you know, it's just all kind of built to this natural. I don't, I don't have regrets about not having time or, oh, they're going and now we're losing time. It's like, no, we've had so much time and what a gift that time has been. And I feel like unschooling was a gift and stepping, you know, it, it helped us step off a treadmill that, that we were definitely on before all of this happened and, you know, it gave us as a family just so much that I will always, always be grateful for. Thanks for listening. I hope you found it helpful. You might also like the backlist episodes at livingjoyfully.ca forward slash podcast. While you're there, be sure to check out the second book in my Living Joyfully with Unschooling series, Free to Live, Create a Thriving Unschooling Home. In it, I dive into the four characteristics that I found helped unschooling flourish in our home. Curiosity, patience, strong relationships, and trust. One reviewer wrote, Really enjoyed this short and sweet book. It has marvelous one-liners, and though I'm not an underliner, I found myself underlining on every page. Another said, I believe it would benefit any homeschooler or parent to read this book as it re-emphasizes the importance of the relationship between a parent and a child in the learning process. I plan to reread this book. It is rich and full of gems. Give yourself some time to absorb it before rushing into unschooling. Until next time, have fun living and learning with your family.